Yo, what's good? It's B-More, and you're watching Cloudy Conversations. Welcome back to another episode of Cloudy Conversations. As always, it's your girl, Big T, and today's guest is artist B-More. We appreciate you sitting down and talking with us. No doubt, no doubt. Thank y'all for having me. No problem. Um, so, for the fans who may not be aware of you just yet, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Bimar. I'm an artist, producer out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, 23 years old. I've been rocking with hip-hop and music for about seven years now. This is my life. You know, this is, the real, this is as real as it gets. You know, I love the culture. I love hip-hop. I study. I'm a student. Lyricism, melodies, everything you can imagine, man. This is what I do. This is what I breathe. This is my life. That's who I am. Definitely. Um, and during my research process, I pretty much learned a lot and that you started your love off for music around four years old. Mm. Um, so what are some of those early memories that you feel like impacted your, you knowing that music was something that you wanted to do? Yeah. Um, I mean, man, Kanye, you know, college dropout. When that came out, that was it. You know, my mom played that in her car all the time. The first, the first hip-hop song I ever heard in my life was um, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. Okay, that's a, yeah. that's a classic track right there. Yeah, man. That, um, it was Many Men. I heard Many Men, and then I heard All Falls Down right after, and I was like, whatever this is, I just got to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I was a kid, and I was just influenced by the bug. I got bit by the hip-hop bug mad early, and um, it was because it was speaking to a demographic that didn't really represent itself to the fullest in, in like in terms of the masses and I just love that as a kid I think I recognize it mm -hmm. the older I get I realize like they're speaking to my people my generation so having a voice for the voiceless I think was was really cool about hip-hop and I just love that always and Kanye being so diverse and not holding his tongue and mm -hmm. 50 just representing <clears throat> excuse me representing what is real and just standing for what he believed and I just love that so yeah, them, them two albums right there, College Dropout and Get Rich or Die Trying was like my magnum opus of like what I really believed in. And those, that's, those are two classic albums, honestly. Yeah. Like people still talk about those uh, projects for those artists today as like, you know, pivotal game changing right. um, sounds for not even just themselves, but also for hip hop itself. So for that to be your inspiration, I can kind of see when I go and listen to your music. Like yeah. it's not an exact, you know, yeah. uh, you know, rip off of that, but I can hear the influence. And, um, um, one, one more thing I wanted to add mm -hmm. to that as well. Like I get the inspiration from Ye, but I get the motivation from Fifty. Mm. If that makes sense, you know, Perfect like sense. like Fifty, he's in your face. I mean it. I, I say what I do. I mean what I say. Kanye is like I'm gonna reach for the stars. I'm a dreamer. And I think that that culmination and how my, my that's how my parents are. Mm. You know, my, my my mom is more so like blunt reality. Do what you got to do. My dad is like your dream. Do what you got to do. So like that that melting pot was like perfect. perfect. I just want to add. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. But, I told you. Uh, the more you give us, yeah. the better it helps us understand. You know, the person behind the music. Awesome. Um, and like you just mentioned, like uh, your family, and since you started off with liking music really early. Did that kind of consume your childhood moving forward? Like once yeah. that Eureka moment happened, like oh yeah, that was what you was doing for the from that time going. It wasn't, man. I mean, I play baseball. Okay. I that I mean, you a kid, you know, you skateboard, you play baseball, you do whatever you gotta do. You just you just act off of what's fun at the moment. You do what your friends are doing stuff. So 
music didn't hit me until I was about 17. Okay. Once I started actually, like Ice Cube said in the NWA movie, once I started actually seeing, but in his case, the cops actually oppressing me, mm -hmm. that's when hip hop started relating. And to me, it wasn't the police per se, but it was the things that we're talking about I started to experience as an adult. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this is what they're talking about. I'm the not connection. just a fan no more. I'm actually in this. And as when I was 17, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I see what it's about. And this is more than just entertainment. It's actually documenting reality. And I was like, oh, wow, that's powerful. That's like Nat Turner. That's like Malcolm X level, but sonically. And I just, I fell in love with it, man, but... So, yeah, it seems like you, know. you really understand not even just the impact hip-hop has but the importance of it and how diverse it is even yeah. if it's still telling the same story even if it's just a different way yeah. and that's like um that's refreshing honestly for a new age artists yeah. because most people wouldn't know about the history or most people aren't even as conscious to be like let me put something out there that's different from you know what's mainstream or what's deemed popular but still is great content great music and the more you talk about your influences it all like it just starts clicking to me because like i said when i was listening to your projects i was like they're really surprised i did i never know what to expect going into to listening to a new artist but when i when you started to play i was like what like you, it was like blew my mind mm. and then when i said i like, started researching i was like it all makes sense like he's mm. not just a typical Put a beat on let's just i'm gonna punch myself in like this is a thought process this is a production process and then with kanye being your, your influence i i like i said like when y'all hear his music y'all go tune and you're gonna understand exactly why i'm saying what i'm saying because it, it's like he's not a replica of them but he took his inspiration and made that shit his own which mm. is my favorite thing about an artist um so before we even get more so into you know the exact music part of it when you were growing up, you said you did play baseball and, um, yeah, you know, you pretty much did what other kids did. So what was your favorite things to do as a kid outside of, like, you know, running around with your friends? Yeah, as a kid, man, I was a sponge, man. I absorbed everything around me. You know, um, baseball was huge. One of my biggest idols is Derek Jeter. So, uh, you know, aside from baseball, I know, I guess really, man, just family you know family. yeah being puerto rican you know family's a staple in our culture and um yeah it's really family and just you know being with my family and are you an only child i am well technically my i had an older sister who um she passed mm -hmm. she was five yeah she was five and i was around three years old and i wasn't conscious enough to like remember anything but yeah you know growing up pretty much i was the only child but you know, rest in peace, Nana, man. That's my angel. But, you know, um, I feel like I feel like that's what represents me as well. You know, like I feel like I have to, I have a duty to represent her, mm -hmm. and um, and hold that legacy. Um, but yeah, you know, that's it though about just me and my sister. And then growing up, it was just me. You know, so I had the freedom to really dabble and try things out. I was like, did you, you know? did um, not to get too personal, but did maybe yeah. the loss of your sister affect how your parents tended to you as you mm -hmm. grew up now? Do you think like they yeah. were, did you feel like you were maybe sheltered more than you would have liked or did they still give you the freedom to kind of like mm -hmm. be your child, be a child and find your own self? Yeah, that's a dope question. That's real. Um, I think my parents naturally by nature are, are um, they let, they let me as parents do what I want. Mm -hmm. 
So I think regardless of my sister's passing, I think they're just, if they see me intrigued by something, they never were like, hey, don't, don't do, do that. that. You know what I'm, exactly. You know, they were like, don't do that. You know, they, they just let me rock. And, and sometimes it was, sometimes it was for the worse. You know, when you, when you were approaching 18, when you're approaching 21, they're like, you can't, you know. I can't keep, you know, teaching you're a man now. I done, yeah. I nurtured you up until this age. You know right for real. So if you're making these yeah. decisions, there's not much I can really say to deter you. Like, yeah. Growing up now, it's a, I realize it's a thin line between freedom and respect. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm taking into my, my mental and to my parenting when I become a father one day. And not to get, like, super freaking deep, but, like, you know, I realized like when you're at that age, when you're coming to adolescence, out of that to a man or a woman, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's like freedom. You're used to doing things, but when you're doing the wrong things, it's like, yo, you got to hold yourself accountable and you got to be real with yourself. So, no, that's important. And it's know? definitely a message to, to give to the people, because that's what I think one thing that the generation doesn't understand is like. It's cool right now because you might be young, but at some point, yeah. it's going to go out of style for you not to have a plan, for you not to be yeah. working towards something. And when you get to that point and you look around, you can't blame nobody but yourself because exactly. you had every time. Shit, I was on that path before I it came to a conclusion or came to my mind what I could do or what I wanted to do as far as, you know, the production company because... Yeah. I had went to school, but I didn't, I had to drop out because, you know, financial reasons. So when that yeah. happened, I'm like, well, life's over. I don't know what to do after this school was supposed to be, yeah. you know, the savior of my life. And then mm. once that failed, I was stuck in a rap for a little bit. But then one day I just thought about it. Like, you don't need school to do what you want to do. Like, you just invest in yourself and 100%. lead you there. So I think anytime people speak on just the consciousness of what it takes to be, you know, I just have longevity no matter what you're doing it's right. always a good message to put forward mm. now um coming up on 17 18 is when you said you really started to uh, really expand yourself into music so what was your first like moment where you decided all right i'm about to start yeah taking music serious yeah the first moment when i really looked at music and i was like you know what this is it i was um i actually got I used to skateboard, all right? I used to skate and I got injured and I was, I got a brand new MacBook Pro that same day I got injured. And I was like, you know Signed. what I mean? Come on. I was messing with it. I was like, you know what? Let me see, whatever. And I was messing with GarageBand and I was like, all right, cool. Let me make a little beat. And then that day I was just like, yo, I actually kind of like the music. Like, it's kind of dope. And I got into it about a month and a half later. I was just making beats every single day. I had no choice, you know what I'm saying? So You're hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. So I was sitting there just like doing that. And then seven years later, I'm still doing that. <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's amazing, man. It's just. So did you start happen. off on the, not to cut you off, not uh, on the production side? Yep. So you didn't even tap yeah. into your artistry. I used or to write. Or did you even know that you could even do that? Yeah. I think I knew in the back of my head because that's the type of person I am. Like, I don't dabble into things publicly, but in the back of my head, I'm like, I could, I could kill that. I could, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just like, I could rap. But, like, officially, like, no, I just started making beats, and I started uh, rapping and rhyming and shit, like, later on. But, um, nah, it was production, for real. It was Kanye. Like, Kanye was a producer. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was just like, Yo, I'm gonna do what he did. I'm gonna make beats. Like, that dude was a staple in my life, bro. Like, real talk, how we came up, just how we made beats for Jay, and how we... 
Y'all watched that out here, really. It gave me a whole different perspective. Whoa. And it made me understand why people, like, in the industry speak on him the way they do. Because, like, I always knew he made beats and he did all that. But I really didn't understand, like, how much they were just trying to make that nigga mm. stay in a box. And he would not listen to nobody, no matter what they said. Like, you don't understand. Like, I'm yeah. the go. And it's like, that's the type of determination you got to have sometimes. Because people are not going to see it until you bring bring the vision to fruition. Yeah. And then when they do, you be like, I tried to tell y'all. Nobody wanted to listen. Like, Self-belief, man. So, um, you sing and you rap. So... Could you always sing or like have you really just developed yourself in every pocket of the, the yeah, industry? Hundred percent. I, I couldn't always do anything. No oh, shit. Yeah, when I first started I couldn't couldn't do shit. And to be real, like I couldn't my beats suck, my music sucked, my fucking rap sucked, everything sucked. Be real, bro, like when you start you're not good. Yeah, that shit's yeah. You're not I'm good. Not, I look back at my some of my old stuff like, yeah, I'm gonna keep it up though. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what's beautiful though? The only thing that was good was the drive. Mm. The drive is always there. Yeah, because that was my next question. If it sucked, why did you keep going? The drive. It's like, because you want to do it. And I think, I mean, I might make some people question this right here, but I believe that when you first start, the drive is higher because it's brand new. Mm -hmm. We almost get complacent. Like, you show up every day and you know what to do with the camera. You know how to do this. But when you first started, you were so intrigued. Mm -hmm. And that's how I am with music. And I can't speak to you, per se. No, that's I'm a just, fact. You know what I mean, though? Like, when you first discover a new land, like, you're like... Yo, this is crazy. I'm going to dabble with this. But, yo, that inspiration, when it hits, and that shit just is different, you know? But to begin with, man, nah, I thought my shit was fire. <laughs> shit was bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was trash, but it, it, it kept me going, man, because every day is progression. It's mm -hmm. not about perfection. It's about progression, you know? And you often mix both of the styles, like, on the same song. Um, do you ever see yourself, like, sticking to one over the other or the versatility is what kind of defines your your music yeah um i think it's about just how you feel to me if i if i feel a type of way in one day i'm gonna just rock with that you know it's, I, as i get older and like as i progress in my career i realize i'm versatile but that was never my intention mm. my my intention is just express how i feel and if that's it that's it you know i, I like everything i like 80s rock i like hip-hop i like rap i like ballads i like r&b you know if i if i feel a type of way i'm gonna express it and i don't lie to myself you know if, if i want to do one thing i do it i try my best to you know so like you mentioned earlier which is great way to say it, you said they try to put gay in a box mm -hmm. you know i feel like he was more conscious than me about that i'm kind of just like i know who i am i'm gonna express it and if people accept it they don't have to if they do that's what's up mm -hmm. you know what i mean but yeah, because like when you think about it, you're literally a part of every aspect of the creation process from yeah. the beat to the assembly of the song to yeah. the recording of the song yeah. to you singing and reading and rapping to the song. So do you ever feel like, well, one, was it always part of the plan for you to literally be your own studio within yourself? And then does that ever kind of stifling your creativity because you have to think of every aspect hmm. <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> sometimes i wish that i didn't have to <clears throat> my bad you're good fucking water went down the wrong <laughs> cut that shit up <coughs> <coughs> um i remember your question you said does it stifle 
Does this kind of stifle the process because I have to do so many tasks? Yeah, you're literally every part of the process. Alright. I feel like it doesn't because um, each part plays a significant role, you know what I'm saying? You gotta make the instrument, you gotta make the beat, you gotta produce, you gotta engineer it. The lyrics matter, you know what I'm saying? The song structure matters, the song topic matters, so... I feel like at first it was kind of overwhelming when I first started taking on all these tasks. But after a while, you realize that it's a it's a privilege to do that. You mm -hmm. feel me? You don't have to wait for anybody to send you a mix back two weeks later after you're already been inspired and the inspiration's mm -hmm. gone. You realize, yo, like I can do this on now. And like like anything, like going to the gym, working out, being a parent, going to school, you grow accustomed to the process mm -hmm. and you 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 would you gotta look forward to it like yeah. that's your norm normal because that's what yeah. i was thinking like um when you was talking i was like well it kind of i guess it would be a benefit in the aspect of you not having to wait on anybody or mm -hmm. do anything based off of somebody else's schedule like you said when you got that inspiration boom i can mm -hmm. i can i can make it happen on my own yeah opposed to um you know outsourcing Mm -hmm. Do you outsource or do you literally like just keep everything to yourself because you got what you need? Yeah, I outsource if I'm inspired to. You know, my, my friend, my label mate, um, Hector, he makes beats as well. So if I feel like I need a flavor that he has, mm -hmm. I'll be like, yo, let me get that. Um, videographers as well. Um, Tanner, shout out Tanner. Tanner TH Media. TH Media was probably, it's my boy, man. That's my brother, bro. His, his his second yeah, his second video ever was shot with me. So I'm going to hold that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got that forever. That's but a fact. When he's big, when he's like lyrical lemonade status, I got that. So, um, yeah, man, I outsource in terms of... Necessity. Yeah, if I feel like it can add to the vision, if it can make it better, I'll have no pride. I'll drop that shit and be like, you know what, man? Come in here. I need you because you can make this better. Whether it's a person playing a keyboard, whether it's somebody with a lens that looks crazy, or whether it's somebody who can just add a different color that I don't possess, you know, I just... You just... Yeah, I reach out to him, you know, so, yeah. Would you say, what would you say are the downsides to being the producer, the engineer, the artist? I guess the downsides to an average person would be the time that it takes. But to me, I love everything that has to do with this. So I'm like, I'm in, you feel me? So, I mean... It can be tedious, you know what I mean? You want to just drop a record, but you got to mix a snare, you got to mix a hi-hat, you got to mix a, got to mix the drums, and sometimes it can be like, damn, like, I wish somebody could just knock this out Yeah, because I don't even know, like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, of course, I know you got to put a beat together, but now I'm thinking, well, I guess you do got to fine-tune that, too, because it's like, you might have made it sound good, but now you got to go in and check every little line, and yeah. so it does, it can become time. It takes time, you know? But when I, like, again, I'll keep referencing your music, because that's the perfect example when you listen to it, I guess it would make more sense for you to be able to do it yourself because it's not like just a typical, okay, the beat's here, mm -hmm. it's going to be the same beat for the first two, 40 minutes, and then maybe it changes at the end. No, your beat has constant, like, inflection, there's mm -hmm. samples coming in, there's stuff in the background, and to be able to try to articulate that to somebody else will kind of probably be a way more difficult task yeah. to, than you just be able to, like, let me just do it, and then... Here's your example for future reference. So like, that's my whole entire statement on life, bro. I'm like, yo, instead of trying to have somebody do it the way you want, why don't you just do it the way you want? Yo, what <laughs> if you hired? What if you hired? Yo, like, what if you hired two people to do all the shit you just I would, did? I would be mad. You know what I'm saying? I, would, and they're I, like, I already know. How do you want this? You'd be like, 
Just do it, man. Like, well, I'm saying that's why I was yeah. talking when I was setting up. I was telling them, like, you know what I mean. Though? I I will shoot it. I write the questions. I record. I do the editing, and it's like it is a lot. But at the same time, I'm not in a position where I would be comfortable with telling them, yeah. like, this is what I want you to do, and this is how, and I'm gonna give it to you and trust yeah. you. Like, Maybe I know one you feel day, me though. I know, I know exactly. I say bro. maybe one day, but if I yeah. get my stuff back and it's not right, I'm not putting it out. Like I'm sorry, I can't. Like I'm and it's like it's it's like equivalent to a custom calling customer service and they're just sending you right to their manager. Yo. it's like no, like why couldn't you help me? Yeah, exactly. I'm a, it's like come on, man. Like I feel you on that. That's real. No, for real. But um, doubling back into more so the music side. Um, did it become natural crafting your skills? I know you said it's like your passion fed a lot of it in your drive, but um, you didn't know anything to, you know, really start it off and for you to be so proficient in every lane. Like, I want to know, like, how did you really fine tune all your skills? Loving it. Loving the music. I mean, it sounds cliche as hell. Sounds mad basic. Yo, I just love this shit. You know what I'm saying? I wake up every day, I look forward to making music. I just look forward to discovering new sounds. I look forward to making a new project. That's really it. So it was like when you run into an issue, like maybe more so in your earlier days, because yeah. you're, you know, you're more skilled now. How would you solve it? Like, okay, like you said, you needed to mix a beat or find yeah. a hi-hat. Like, did you have to go research it or get books? Like to figure out how to use Pro Tools and shit, or was it a trial and error? I'm gonna put this here and yeah. see what that does, like. Trial and error, for sure, man. Like, mind you, the whole time I thought I was ill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought I was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I thought I was so ill. I was like, and yo, some of the shit was all right. You feel me? It wasn't the greatest, but it was okay. It, it happened to you. you seen that. You seen yeah. where it go. You know what's funny? Yo, like, this is ironic as hell, but last night I went to my Google Drive. Mm-hmm. and like my old notes from my old like iPhone hard drive I listen oh, wow. to all my old songs bro and I swear to god I don't care how I sound I shed a damn tear cause I was like yo you came a long fucking way <laughs> yeah that's real shit yo I was listening to my shit I had this one song that was about this is how fucking fake woke I was when I was 18 I made a song about uh, a perspective of me telling who I am now like I was like just know you worked hard to get here type mm. shit. And I listened to it and I was like, I shed like a, a Denzel tear. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, like that dude knew what the fuck I'd become. And not saying I'm the shit or nothing, but I progressed. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and I think it's it natural so for us funny. to be like, to <laughs> say a compliment about ourselves, but like try to dull it down so we don't sound like we're bragging. Yeah, but it's appreciation. Don't I'm say, if nobody's going to appreciate you, yourself will. So I've been getting into a cycle where I'm not... I'm going to talk highly of myself, but not in a braggadocious way or yeah. or to come off like I'm trying to belittle somebody, but right. I love myself. I know how hard I fucking work. Like, y'all not going to see the behind the scenes. So if I'm mm. not going to dig myself up, I know I'm not going to have the energy or the motivation to keep doing this shit. So every time yeah. I talk about myself or what I'm doing, I'm the greatest. I got yeah. so many great plans coming. I'm, it's a sense of trying to make myself believe, but also like compliment and pat myself on the back because we're always our own worst critics when I'm like oh I could be doing this much more when it's looking like I'm kind of doing a lot already so yeah. don't feel like you're bragging or don't feel like you don't have the, the right to talk mm. highly of yourself because I might not have heard, heard all the early music or the shit that you deem as trash but I can tell there's progression in your music yeah. just from what I've listened to right. and, and that last project mm. 
that shit was like mm. we need to like get this out like to the world like mm. and it like I will keep saying that I was thoroughly surprised like I seen how many songs it was I was oh my god I might be sitting here for mad hours or who, who yeah. knows how long listening to all these songs and then they started playing I'm like wait let me write that back I fuck with that you know I'm like I don't mind this song being 23 hours long like it, took, it was taking me back to like the era of music where it was like you really focused on your project. It might took you a year mm. to craft your debut album, but when that shit dropped, we were gonna be listening to it for a year, so it's like it don't matter. Like, that, that, and that was oh god, right? How graceful being mm-hmm. there. You listen to the deluxe. It was a long deluxe. name. Yeah, <laughs> long name, long time. Yeah, the deluxe was the first thing I listened. I was like, oh wait, this says deluxe, so I went and checked the first one. And the first 17. one was a rather. I'm gonna say it was rather long, yeah. so I'm mean, asking you reload it. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. It wasn't like he gave us a, a short project to begin with. It was content there yeah and mine like just to touch on that real quick that took two years to produce you oh know? wow yeah it took two years man like um that's 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 currently my magnum opus in terms of discography you know i look at that thing and i'm like you know if a and r hits me listen to <laughs> I'm that i'm gonna say that if you don't send that yeah. i don't know what you're sending yeah i don't know what you're sending that joint almost has 100k on spotify that's 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 my baby right there you know i just I you put have my song about four thousand monthly listeners on spotify yeah. seeing that yeah. Um, no, Apple I, Music, they be trying to hide their stats all the time. Yeah, let us know, like. <laughs> yeah, Apple, you know. But I'm, I, I just want to say real quick to the fans and like people who listen, I appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all. You know, my fans are as as biased as it may sound. Like they're different. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're from Colombia, Brazil, mm-hmm. Chile, UK, LA. Does it worldwide? And I just I appreciate every single listener, man. And y'all, the shit, y'all mean so much to me and. Let's keep rolling, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, honestly, that's probably the biggest. The real, you know the, what I'm saying? Say, that's probably one of the biggest things you can say is that your fan base isn't based strictly in America. Because what most mm. people don't realize, like, you can become a star in America, make great money, do your music. But if you become international, you you will never have to drop another project again. Yeah. If you drop one letter there, you could tour off that for the rest of your life. Like. Tell me. Going country to country, so and, and and these kids they message me like, yo, be more like, my sister's lungs weren't because my sister she she passed from a lung a rare lung disease. Mm-hmm. I had kids message me, yo, my sister passed from something like that too. Bro, you live in the hood of Brazil. <laughs> How you even hearing about you know my what I'm shit? Saying? Like? That shit touches you different. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, like what? And and it humbles you. Mm-hmm. It makes you think about your voice more. What you say. I'm not huge, you know, but the fact that I had any type of influence, man, it's just like, yo, like... It's a blessing. It's a blessing, bro. Straight up. You're still so young. Straight up. 23, man. So it's like, when you see that type of impact, it's like, you can't take that for granted, man. You just got to take God's gift and run with it. Mm. And that's one thing I did appreciate about your music is you mentioned God, you mentioned pretty much what's real about life and it's like when i listen to certain songs like i i'm a god-fearing woman like i love the lord i talk about him like mm. in my life daily i always give him his acknowledgement his you know his worthiness and when i be feeling like i'm contradicting myself when i'm listening to songs talking about i'm a demon because i like the song but at the same time i'm like that don't really align to my personal you know so when i listen to your songs i'm like Right, cool I ain't gotta feel bad about rapping this line like I ain't gotta I repent that. at tonight cause I said this shit so I was like mm. that's what I really fed into the most and honestly I think the music industry mm. um we gonna get I like to 
talk when we have these that's why it's cloudy yeah. conversation we're having a conversation but yeah. i honestly think that the music industry is about to have to have a major shift and as far as the well more so the hip-hop side mm. as far as what they're pushing because the message, right? one all the deaths that's been happening i'm not saying people haven't been dying before but mm-hmm. We can't act like it's not been these last two years or so haven't been like a crazy amount. Like every month or so, it's like a new rapper dies, whether he's a mainstream or a low stream artist. And then on top of now, we got to deal with Rico cases and all that. It's about the money at the end of the day. So once y'all start costing money and jail time, they're not about to keep pushing that. So the artists like you who are actually being authentic, pushing a real, has a, a message that is relatable, not even just on some some gang shit but like my grandma could listen to this and not I don't gotta turn it down like mm-hmm. I think those are the artists who are about to push forward and make and make their run because honestly I think that's what we need the world is at a space where it's just like a lot of crazy shit happening yeah. and the music again it's not all based on that but we can't act like music don't influence us like you said Kanye you heard a song from him and now that nigga done influenced you to start your own musical path so it's like we can't act like it's not a vital role to our life soundtrack pretty much yeah so i look forward to like artists like you um i don't know if you're you're familiar with like drew tyrell yeah um y'all like y'all probably like you you made my list of new favorite like local artists mm. um him running man rye like i interviewed these people but i didn't actually well besides drew i didn't know about y'all before i listened to the music so when i started i'm like oh shoot download put it in my playlist like um I've been rambling a little bit, but nah, it's his fault. He gave me some wine. You're good. <laughs> but fine. I just was just pretty much. I just, I just wanted to let <laughs> so y'all know uh, that he just dope. Like I really want y'all to go listen to his projects, listen to what he does. I don't just interview people just because they wanted to get an interview or anything like that. Like I research, do my research, and thoroughly put people on my platform who I believe or and maybe it might be five years from then. But when y'all come back. And see, like, oh, T, everything. Like, I try to tell y'all. Mm. I try to tell y'all, because he's like that. He mind you, like that. And I mind you, if God, God willing, I get to a place where I'm blessed to be in a platform, the first person I'm coming to is you. You know what I'm saying? Because people people like this, they, they see the they see the diamond in the rough mm-hmm. beforehand. And, and I can say the same as you. You know what I'm saying? We're both coming up. So I... Anybody, like I mentioned before we started recording, anybody with a passion, mm-hmm. you want already, to me. You feel me? So anybody anybody with a passion who is inspired by by their by their craft, you're a winner, man. Matter that's of time. That's where I'm coming to the conclusion of life is like, I don't even desire to be famous or yeah. have like the most success or even be a millionaire, bro. Right. I'm really happy with being able to put out my work and like right. be able to say I did that. Took it from my brain and put it out to the world. And right. I get feedback from people like you say, yo, you're, I fuck with it. Or you yeah. say shit that I was like, that was my intention. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm satisfied, bro. Like I, yeah. I, I want money, of course, but I work. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I ain't rich, but I ain't broke. Or happy, bad. Like I'm happy. No, not even happy. You're, you're, you're joyful. Because happiness, happiness is based off circumstances, but joy is within. Mm. You can't shift that. So mm. you you feel joy in your life. Hell yeah. Because I come with do, ups and downs. And you earned it. And you worked hard for that shit. And, and you you structured your life in order to feel joy whenever you want to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't even think of it like that. I be self-reflective every day. Yeah. It's like yeah. happiness Happiness can come and go based off of circumstances, but joy is something that you can't take away. That's a, that's a, that's a jewel right there for you the people. Saying? 
But let's get back more to um, the music side. Because uh, I did have one question that always came to mind when I was listening to your music. Was if you had to choose between being an artist or a producer slash engineer, yeah. which would it be? I'm going to be selfish, man. The artist, man. You get all the attention. <laughs> no, I mean, be, nah, being an artist is... um. It's beautiful. I like it because you can express yourself to the fullest. And and with the artist, you get the producer and the engineer both in mm. it. Because you get the sounds, you get the beat, you get the sonics, you get the mix. So, Because engineering and producing is cool, but once you put your voice on top of it, and once you put your message over it, it's like, that's the icing on the cake. So, you know, that message is everything, man. Like, I thought you was going to no. pick artists, honest. Well, no, shit. I thought you was going to pick uh, producer. the producer. Because that's what I started with. Yeah, um, some days, but you know, artists overall, because like, man, that's you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's that's who you are, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, I love it all. I love it all, though, man. So how would you define your sound? Like, for people who haven't tuned in just yet, what would you tell them they could expect when they go and put on a, a, a Be More track? You're going to expect transparency. You're going you're gonna to expect honesty you're gonna expect truth you know what i'm saying not everything is super deep not everything is super lyrical not everything has a purpose or a message but you're gonna expect some you're gonna expect the man who's telling his honest truth you know some days i feel like this some days i feel like that um my purpose is to drive people towards positivity and self-love but I am a human, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So sometimes I... You have the moments. You have the moments, feel me? So I don't like to box myself in like you mentioned earlier. I'm, you keep saying the shit. You keep saying the quotes, man. <laughs> to be real, like, that's why I like this interview. You have to express the 100% truth at all times. Because even if you're happy with it or you're not happy with it, you still have to confront it at all times. So my sound, not to get too... Um, you know, deep and shit, but like that, but my sound, you're, you're going to get true, you're going to get who I am at the moment, and you're going to get the reality of what I'm facing at that present moment, at that time, and if it rocks with you, if it resonates with you, I appreciate that, and if it doesn't, you know, then it is what it is, you know, that's just who I am as an artist, it's who I am as a man, so as I'm who I am as a person, so, you know, but... No, no, but, and I think that's yeah. a good description. Um, because it's like when I listen to your music, there's not just one sound nah. that I would yeah. equate it to. Like, and what stuck out the most to me on that project, the last one, was the transitions. Because mm. I couldn't even tell that I was listening to a different song until I looked yeah. at the title. Like, I mean, I knew it was a different song, but I didn't know when yeah. it transitioned into like that seamless. new song. Like, it was like a yeah. constant flow of just of just music, and mm. that's what I like the most when I don't have to press skip on your plate on my playlist or whatever because the music is just flowing so mm. like to the point like damn I didn't even notice the song changed but this I'm gonna fuck with this album the whole time like mm. that's why I say like when I first looked at it you were like oh it's 23 tracks you feel overwhelmed mm. but once you press play it just all flows so seamless especially if you don't listen to it on shuffle that's one thing I also like when I don't have to shuffle projects mm. Especially when new stuff drop, I listen to it in chronological order. So I appreciate when the track list is literally flew to be and tell a story mm. in a sense. And that's exactly what your projects do and your music do. Mm. Um, so let's just paint a little bit of a picture for the fans on like when mm. you sit down to create 
how does that go? Is it you're focusing on the beat first or you had the lyric in your head now you need to find the melody? Like, tell us what you do. The funniest thing about Inspiration Man is you never know when that shit's gonna hit. The whole project stemmed from me playing with a guitar on Logic Pro. That's where I make my beats. So I was playing with a guitar. You know, I just went... Can I bring my phone out real quick mm -hmm. to play something? Is that cool? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanna... Um, I was literally playing a guitar note. I was just like, dun -dun -dun -dun, just playing a guitar note. And at the end of it, I was like, let me see. Let me see, it's gonna come up right now. Right here. I was playing this guitar note by itself without the music, just like. And I said, yo, that kind of sounds like some texture to be an album. Like, it, sounded, it's, it sounded like a soundtrack to a scene or a movie. Yeah, the startup, like, you like, know what I mean? Like the action about to get the bad guys coming. Shoot, yeah. popping out. We about to have a face off in this bitch. Yeah. Those two notes. Just, dun -dun. I'm not music inclined. I don't know the keys. I don't know the notes. <laughs> but I know it sounded good. I know music theory, but I was just like, yo. And, um, that moment I was just like, yo, like based on what I'm dealing with in my life currently and based off the sound of that, you know, I was like, you know what? I want to make a project that represents not just what's good in life, but like the evil shit that we deal with internally mm -hmm. and the shit that we go through on a daily basis that we feel prideful enough not to tell people. That's why you get songs like Heartless, mm -hmm. Home, Lost in Translation, Problems. Man, it's like this can literally go on, bro. That that project, that project is literally about facing your demons internally, but having to walk away from them when you're not alone and and live real life. Mm. You feel me? And and that's something that we need to, that we should strive. I'm not gonna say we should, cause I'm not the spokesperson for nobody in life, but we should strive to be better at as a community of being there for each other when we're dealing with those moments you know what i'm saying like i'm not god i'm not nobody like that but if you see your brother or sister dealing with something like that bro like give a hand drop the pride and be like yo what's going on because nine times out of ten we're dealing with the same shit and that's what people don't understand is you like life is a, a cycle for most people like yeah. there's nothing that happened that somebody hasn't already experienced thank you so you can't thank say you. that you're the only person going through it. you just haven't reached out to find somebody who can either give you the tools mm -hmm. or just say bro i relate to that like yeah. i feel you so you don't feel alone because most times people's problem is they just feel alone yeah they don't feel like nobody could relate to this or nobody cares to yeah. even understand what they're going through and, and that's one thing i'm being yeah. more mindful now mm -hmm. is it don't if i'm even if it's something that i might have subscribed as a problem i'm gentle with my mm. approach because in your life that's something that's serious so i can't yeah. belittle it based off of it not being one in mind and and yeah that's that's a that's a bar right there and even too like i be thinking sometimes i'm going through stuff and i talk to people who keep it more composed than me and they're going through worse mm -hmm. that's even crazier it humbles you more but damn i was tripping off of this one. yeah it's like yo i was bugging off that and they just lost two sons and they have to work three jobs today it's like what the fuck <laughs> they said excuse they my get language <laughs> yeah excuse my language but i'm like yo like perspective is everything man so yeah not to prolong that answer but like no that was that was a good that was a perfect answer what know. i was striving to get um so let's talk just a little bit more about the actual 
albums or music that you blessed us with so far. Um, going through this a little different, starting with the anticipating project, uh, Eternal Perspective. Mm. Um, is the upcoming album. Um, first, what is the meaning behind that title? Yeah, Eternal Perspective is basically trying, my, myself trying to look at life in a light where I can be comfortable with how I'm living, what I'm representing, and be like, you know what, this is who I am transcending past who I am right now. Mm. So if I was to pass right now, God forbid, or if this is the end, knock on wood, word up, word up. You know, God forbid, this is this is what I represent. This is God-driven. This is a sound mind giving you what I felt in my spirit. Mm. And I want, and I, I just want people to understand that I'm a vessel. I'm not mm. it. I'm not the man. I'm not the representer. I'm not better than nobody. I'm a fucking vessel and I'm just like you. I'm just like him. I'm just like her. I just listen to God and I try to do what I do. Mm. Just because you're a rapper, just because you're an artist doesn't mean you're holier than thou. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And the reason I say that is because a lot of, and I don't like to say that, but a lot of, the reason I say that is because a lot of people who make music nowadays, they, they think it is entitled past to shit on others or feel better than others. And I, I see that. I'm just like, no, it's not about that. You don't got to be squeaky clean, humble, but yo, realize that you're not the one in charge exactly. of this shit. Exactly. It's not about that. You know, we're all fueled by our own insecurities and our own problems and our own issues and whatever, you know, so it's her perspective, EP, EP on the way. It's about understanding your true self and understanding the transparency that you deal with on a daily basis and just appreciating life, man, and giving glory to God, to be honest. That's what it is. Is there a date for this project? The release date we're looking to release it's it. It's Friday, October 7th. Oh, shut up, Siri. What the hell? I did not ask you which date it was. I wasn't going to tell you to top me off again. I didn't want to sound like I was a... Uh... No, no, no. You straight. Yeah, see why? I'm turned up. This is for the cameras. <laughs> nah, that's why I got it. I was like, you gotta have a good interview. Right? I, I respect it. I like it. Hospitality is key, you know. Come on, man. When somebody comes, and even if you paid me, stay a trick, she'll be nice. <laughs> I feel <fast. laughs> you on that. <laughs> but nah, I feel you. Um, I'm sorry, can you ask that question one more time? I don't even remember what I said. Let me, oh. Me neither. No, I asked if there was a, a, the date for the eternal uh, perspective. <laughs> One second. <laughs> the date on the Turner Perspective, we're hoping to drop it sometime in November, December. Okay. December so 25th will be sure. five. That'll be my birthday. But Mine, might as well, Double right? Devil gift. Birthday and a project. Right, right, right. So, you know, whenever the time's right. <laughs> what would you say the vibe is going to be for this project? Mm. That's dope. I like that. Um, the vibe is definitely going to be... This is the most vulnerable I've been, you know, so some people might be like, what is this? You're going to get acoustics on there. You're going to get guitars. You're going to get ballads. You're going to get you're going to get that stuff. You're going to get lyrics, too, as well. You know, um, you're going to get bars. You're going to get hard beats. But it's I think you're, I think it's safe to say that you're going to get 100 percent who Brandon is not be more who Brandon is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're going to get you're going to get who Brandon Brandon Martinez is. And they're going to get 
You're going to get my internal battles. You're going to get what I've dealt with and what I deal with on a daily basis, but sonically. And that's what it is. And Do you have um, yeah. any personal ex- personal expectations for the project? Like you, like we said, the last probably, they rather well being an independent artist still want to come with a probably the second album. I know yeah. K-Streams isn't something to take lightly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you always have goals, you know. Um, I always say the art and the music is separate. You know what I'm saying? Because art is more emotional than business. Mm-hmm. Business is more factual based. You know, this this is the project. I almost, I almost tricked my mind into thinking, I don't care how the numbers do. I'm going to just express myself. I had to sit back and I was like, no. I do care how this performs. You know what I'm saying? No, it's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, whenever you do that, God blesses you automatically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you... I realize, too, whenever you stop caring about things you can control, that's when God steps in and does it for you, personally. You no, know, that, so, that's a fact. Yeah. That's, that is a fact. Like, and it, it takes so much work to let him do it. I'm gonna say that, but that's the biggest part on our end is the trust and the faith and the belief that yeah. it's something's gonna, he's going to do it. Like yeah. For a long time in my life, I used to stress about things that... Probably I should have never stressed about because it was going to figure itself out. But at the time, mm. I didn't know that. But every, there just keeps being countless examples of how I didn't know how this shit was going to happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, this is the Lord. <laughs> like, it's the only yeah. thing I can think of. Like, right, right, right. Now, um, for uh, Our Graceful Obedient Death, you released the the project January 7th, mm. 2022, and then followed up with the Deluxe on July 22nd, 2022. First, like I keep saying, that was really like an amazing body of work, especially just coming from a, a first-time listener. Um, what has been the response to that project just overall? Yeah. The response is, is I'm grateful for it, man. It's, I gained fans from Brazil, Chile, Mexico, Colombia. And the reason I say this, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. These are, these are real kids, man. These kids, this one kid asked me for a loaf, can I send him a loaf of bread? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just like, what the fuck? But you listen to my music. You found me on social media. Like. Yeah. It's like, my lyrics hit you. And I, and don't, don't get me wrong, I have, I have rich kids in LA bumping my shit too. Mm-hmm. So it's like. But it kind of hit harder for you for the people when it come from. Yeah. I ain't gonna say like necessarily similar backgrounds, but like yeah, they your stories aren't too far off right. of, off path. Like so yeah. damn, like like how Kanye did for you. Like he spoke exactly. to you in the backseat of that car, exactly. and now you speaking to another kid you never fucking seen a day in your life. Exactly, man. So that shit right there is just you realize the vast impact you have, and it's like yo, that's. You have to be mindful of what you say. You have to be mindful of what you do. It's like, these people, they don't idolize. I'm not going to say that, but they pay attention. Mm-hmm. They pay attention to what you say. They pay attention to what you do. And they care about you. You know, these these people message me, yo, happy birthday on your birthday. Yo, like, they see me post something. I hope you're okay. It's like, that's that's family. Man. Right, like... I don't even like to call them fans, bro. Like, those people are family members. And at the end of the day, man, like, when you're when you're gone, bro, like 
It kind of is that same connection where we got family who we don't necessarily maybe speak to every day or communicate with often, but you love them, they support you. Yeah. And when you come across a fan who you don't know, but they literally like, yo, I love your music, or they just even took the time to reach out to you, it's like, yeah. bro, I know people for like my whole life that ain't even told me nothing about my project, and you took the time to find me on social media and said, yeah. like, I love you, nigga, like, yeah. how could I not, like, yeah. you love me, so I gotta give the same thing yeah. back. And not to be so, like, deep and... You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be so fucking, like... I'm it's okay, like, bro. I don't know why like, I apologize for this, but say, I always you do. To, you do not have to. Like, honestly, it's a refresher to be able to have a mm. conversation with somebody who isn't afraid to be open and honest and just communicate what's real because yeah. most times people are putting on a facade or they have to... They're in the street, so they gotta... You know, yeah. can't really be too open and honest. To talk to an artist who when music matches the, the person and mm. they can actually hold a conversation... I'm happy as fuck we, we did this interview because it's not often I get to, uh, the person inspires me to bring out more of my, my personal side. Most time I stick to my questions, what I want to, you know, get yeah. off and get from you. But I've been throwing my own emphasis and throughout this whole interview. And that's typically not what it is. So no, I don't apologize. I appreciate you for that, man, because this is a small town where I'm at currently. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, whenever you express yourself, shut up. That's what they say. They're like, stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure every fucking person in the world can relate to that. Everybody in Chi-Town, everybody in LA, everybody in Compton, everybody can relate to that. You know when you have a dream? Don't you know, cut that shit out. We're not trying to hear that. Exactly. I'm not privy to that. I'm just saying, you kind of get prone to that. So whenever you do express yourself, it kind of becomes like, I feel like you're stepping over a line. But I just want to say I appreciate you and thank you for that because... Listen, I, I learned one thing I learned and accepted about myself is most times I'm telling people stuff about yourself that not even they want to hear, but probably nobody has even thought to tell them. And hmm. it's impactful to them because, like I said, when you tell me, like, oh, I'll, I'll, when you reached out to me, it's like, oh, shit, another artist reached out to me. Oh, they like what I got going on. It's like, it's not a validation of, like, oh, I'm doing good, but it, it makes me feel like I'm on the right path. Like, mm. just to hear from other people that I don't know from a can of paint, don't owe me no nothing, don't mm. gotta lie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, my platform is growing, but it's not like I'm like a Vlad or a Say Cheese where if you get on a platform, you're automatically going to blow. Like, right. you know? So it's like, when I get real people, I respect it the same way I, res you, I respect your craft. Mm. Like, I don't want to just half step with this. So when mm. somebody respects my shit the same way I do, I don't have no choice but to rock with you 100% because there's people I literally know my whole life who I expected to support me mm. and don't. And at first it used to fuck with me, but now I'm just mm. like, I don't even want that support because it's not genuine. Mm. And I'm not even entitled to that support just because I mm. know you. What mm. I'm doing might not even fit what you like to watch, and that's okay. Mm. Because there's a millions of other people in this world who just might fucking like this shit. And I don't gotta get the whole world. I can get a 50 million people, 20 million, 10, 5, whatever the fuck, that just fuck with me and I could be cool, bro cool-right-that's-where-my-mind's-at-now-like-cause-I-was-really-up-for-a-little-bit-I-was-really-like-yo-I-know-I-know-way-more-people-who's-watching-my-shit-who-subscribe-to-my-youtube-and-why-ain't
Because you expect these people to support you. And that's really where yeah. we, we got to shine ourselves as that's the creators. That's a fact. And you, was on, you had on with that support. shit. That's real. Because I, that really used to make me mad. I'm like, bro, like, I'm doing something positive. I see y'all sharing this whack-ass negative shit. Mm-hmm. People you don't even know. Yeah. You can even give me a share. I ain't asked you to pay me or nothing. Just share my shit. Alright, cool. But at the same time, I had to realize, well, did I share that shit? Did I support them? And even if I did, do I, did I do that in anticipation for them to do it back for me? Mm. No, I just fuck with what they had going on. And if they didn't fuck what I got going on, does that mean they don't fuck with me? No, not necessarily. Mm. It just means what I'm doing don't fit them. Mm. Everybody got a season and a cycle in my life. Mm. They might not fit that. Mm. That's where I, Well, that's what I had to start telling myself and accepting in order not to feel so resentful towards people mm. who I felt should have been there. Resent. Because at the end of the day, people who you always think should be there most times ain't. But there's a million of other one people like you, yourself, other people who hit me up that want to be part of what I got going on. So why would I belittle y'all impact based off of who I wanted to be there? Mm. I'm going where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. Come Fuck on. that. Come on. Fuck that. This is this has been probably one of my favorite interviews season two so far because like I say, it's not often I really just. Just start talking. I mean, the wine is helping. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. But <laughs> be more like I was looking forward to this interview for sure. What up? What up? Now, um, I did also want to know why did you follow it up with a deluxe rather than just dropping the EP? Dope. I love that shit. I I like music questions, so that's just fire. Um, the reason I followed up with a deluxe, I have more to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I have more to say. The album was. Great, perfect, what I can display. But I live more life and I say, you know what? These songs portray what that chapter was about. Can I explain what Oh God means real quick? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, do your thing. Oh God, O-G-O-D, our graceful, obedient death. We all, our, all, graceful. God gives us grace, obedient. That's what we need to do for the Lord. And death, that's what all describes us. Yes, we die, but where are we going? Mm. The first thing we might say whenever we reach that pinnacle of death is, Oh God, oh God, why me? Oh mm. God, why is this happening? Oh God, why am I stuck right here in these debts? Oh God, you know, so I tried to, I tried to paint that picture as a, I wanted it to be the picture of what we face in our last moments of life. Mm. Grace. Death. I don't like the word death anymore. I like separation. Transition. Transition. You feel me? I like I like transition. I like separation. Yeah, definitely just seem kind of fine as fuck. Like if that's the end of the Yeah, it's not though. It's not. It's not. And um You know what's funny? I didn't you know what's funny too? I didn't realize what this project meant until I started working on this new one. I was working on this new project. And God told me, you know, our graceful, obedient death didn't mean any of the things you just thought it meant. Mm -hmm. All the things I just said to that camera wasn't it. You know what it really meant? What? You killed your old self. Mm -hmm. Your old self died. Mm -hmm. I gave you grace. And I killed death. I killed who that old person was. Now you're really living. That's some deep ass shit right there. Mm. And most people who aren't really in tune with their self or they have I would say they haven't reached that point of self reflection aren't gonna understand the lessons or the, the, the words that you're spewing right now. But that 
shit right there, that was like nobody else but God can give that to you. Because like I said, when I listened to that project, I went into it not knowing what to expect, but as I listened to it, I anticipated the next track more and more because it was like, wow, I relate to this. He's saying shit that I feel like. And granted, like we all have our like one thing I always like to acknowledge, like mm-hmm. just as much as we believe in in the Lord and His presence, the devil yeah. is just as real. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like oh my God. I can understand why we have this type of secular music, or where people are more so driven towards that path because it's easier to fall into your negativity rather than it is to be positive. Mm-hmm. Way easier. So when I listen to your music, I'm like, bro, finally, like somebody who's talking what I feel like, and it's not like it's a hundred percent. Oh, the Lord God, like it's just real mm. life, bro. Mm. Like real life to people who mm. are aware of a higher power, and that's what I like the most. Cause I always feel guilty, like how how I love the Lord, but I'm out here listening to gangster rap all the time. And I mean, don't no, great. I got my my gospel music and stuff, but for the majority of it, it's fucking you know. Shit, that's opposite of what my moral beliefs are. But I like it because of the beat. And they say it's some catchy shit. <laughs> it's reality. It's, it's reality, man. It's like, we can't... I appreciate you saying that, like, yo, like, you're not just God, God, God. No, it's reality. And that's what it is, bro. And that's yeah. what people... I hate yeah. when people don't acknowledge the good and the bad of situations. Because there's always a... There's always a choice. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Um, not to flip the whole shit, but, like... Have you ever felt like you were somebody who wasn't too good for the for the gospel, but you were too bad? You were too good for the worldly. You ever felt like you was with your homies? Nah, you talking about God too much. But you felt like you was with your church. Nah. Honestly, you, you, it's like you in the middle. That's me. Because thank you. I grew up in a you situation. You are every other human being on this planet. Honestly, bro. I grew up in a situation where my grandma, my great grandma was a pastor. My grandma was a devout Christian. Take the kids to church. Everybody had to learn. But then I also grew up in a situation where it's like life is real as fuck. We struggling. Niggas getting evicted. Like, mm-hmm. my dad's not around. Like, I'm living real life, but knowing what is also could be for me. Yeah. And then I also struggled with um, what I'm supposed to be in life. Because, you know, they teach you that homosexuality is wrong and all that. And in my mind, I used to be like, bro, I never asked to feel these feelings toward the woman. I swear to God, I never asked to feel this way. Yeah. So that means I gotta go to hell for something I didn't ask for. Yeah. And then once I made that two and two connection, it's like, I think this is a lie. I think this is a man-made lie. Not saying like, oh, you're not supposed to do this. Not to even get into that. But more yeah. so like, I knew that the God they were trying to put on me wasn't who he was. Because mm. I felt him inside of me. And everything hmm. that I felt inside of me contradicted what they kept trying to tell me was him. And I'm like, bro, that don't make no sense. You like told judgment. me you loved me and he knew me before I was here. But now that I'm here and I did shit that goes against what he said, I don't. he don't love me no more. I'm not right. That don't make sense. And I didn't ask sense. for none of this shit. This is just me. And now I'm here and I got to deal with it. So mm. you're lying to me. And I feel inside that I'm still loved. I know I'm a great person. I mm. know that this decision doesn't make me want to go out and do harm to others like I, I i'm a good person i can confidently stand on like mm. i'm not perfect but my intentions are always like mm. with love 99 percent of the time mm. and even in the moments where the devil gets to me and he makes me go into my my crazy side i can which we all have i can bring myself back and realize yeah. what is happening to me most yeah. times so it's like i completely understand what you said and that's why it's like this conversation mm. is refreshing and it's it needs to be said because most people don't get to be truthful in their past no, it's or, so honest. or even just acknowledge 
the power above us because I know for a fact if I didn't believe in a higher power and just acknowledge him I wouldn't be where I'm at right now my life the life itself would not the path I was supposed to be on is 180 degrees from where I'm at right now bro so it's like no nothing like could ever tell me would deter me from who I know the Lord is what I know he's done for me or just continue to speak how I speak because I, I'm confident I know who I am I don't need nobody to co-sign me or nothing but when you do it makes me feel better mm. but at the end of the day i know that your co-sign or your non-co-sign don't determine what the fuck is coming for me mm. like that's why people say oh hmm. that's what i told you this shit is not about money for me these interviews like i might try to a little fee or something but it's not about the bread bro this is a higher plan mm. this is gonna all benefit us in like three years when the platform blew up and y'all like that. oh shit i got a hundred million views on this joint because t went up like yeah we all went up bro we here to do this together I, I ain't gonna that. give my blessings to this anybody. I, I ain't that. gonna uh, align my past with just anybody. But when I do align my past with you, I'm gonna be genuine. Yeah. And I, before, like, I used to try to be mindful of how genuine I was to people because I knew that 99% of the time you wouldn't get it back. Mm. But I had to stop limiting myself to be my full potential based off of other circumstances mm. because it was too much fucking work. Hmm. Trying to think, well, should I do this for this person? Or they don't really fuck with me that way. Bro, I'm going to just do what I do. Whatever comes from it, comes from it. I'm not in competition with nobody. I'm not looking to compete with nobody. I don't even want my name brought up in, in a comparison with nobody. Simply because I know that our past literally are not the same. So there's right. no point in even being on a comparison shit. All it's right. really not. Like, what I'm building, what I'm working towards has nothing to do with nobody else. And while, like, and that's why I feel like uh, I connect with better with creators because they understand mm. like what i'm doing right now this person might not get but it only takes one person to understand the vision for this shit to go to the next level <laughs> i only need one the right one i was you say. got it yo and that's why i don't that's why i don't trip because for real for i don't like yeah. i was telling you we're hardest on ourselves we're hardest mm. on ourselves I've been looking at my work like, well, I mean, that's mm. good, but I could have did this, could have that. It's like just appreciating yeah. what it is. Yeah. Because I have so much expectations for mm. myself that it makes it hard to be content. Mm. That's why, that's why it's like, that's, <laughs> Yo. that's why I can't, like, I can't stop. Knock like, it out the park. I can't stop, won't stop, bad boy. Because <laughs> like, I can't Come stop, on, like, I cannot stop this Love shit. It. Like, when you were talking about how you, you your shit was trash, but you kept going because you loved it. Yeah. I've never felt something so more in my life. Like, I look at my first video, I thought shit was hard. I look at her now, like, girl, <laughs> you was fucking up. <laughs> That shit was not, I mean, it would have potential, but yo, like. <laughs> Look at that shit, you're like, that is, I could have did a little better than this. You not, you was not who you thought she was at that time. <laughs> but, um. I love it. I, I just want to say, yo, that, that shit was dope. That shit was real. I hope you put that in the interview, because I was. I don't edit nothing out of my interviews. I don't chop nothing unless it's like a fuck up extremely, but. Maybe me choking on my water, maybe. I'm going to say, that's going to get cut out. But other than that, the artist is staying in no, me. real shit, man. I, I just want to say real quick, I appreciate your transparency. And you're creative, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you create. I can just tell off your spirit and your energy. Like, you make shit. That's it. That is. That, that really what it is. I don't want to talk too much. And I, and, I, and I had to stop telling, when people give me compliments, I had to stop trying to make them be humble with it like no right. accept that shit like cause you that's create, a fact bro man. I be creating that you lot of create. shit like, I can just tell how you speak 
the fact that you listen to my project and peep the transitions, I was like, nah, she I literally don't, loves I don't art, listen, bro. Just to listen to it, yeah. bro. I don't connect with you, just connect with it, because my life, I've been doing real shit. So I'm not right. doing this shit for the fun of it. Mm. I'm I, like I said, money is a thing that's going to help me in the end, but I'm not aspiring to create money. I'm aspiring to create something that's going to last. That's going people watching my. Interviews. What is your if you if you I'm sorry. I'm go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. What is your purpose for this whole thing? Like, what is one word that describes it? My purpose. Like, what what is your purpose in terms of like interviewing artists? Like, what do you want them to reach? Honestly, my my I'm not accepted. I'm not trying to flip the whole shit. Listen, this is the I'm best actually interview I've been having. I'm right? actually intrigued. This is the best interview I've been having. The, what I've concluded, my purpose is in this life, is literally to be a, a, a stepping stone, a helping hand to other people. Mm. To be a joy for other people. To be a real person for other people. Like, before I used to hold myself backwards speaking how I felt because I'm like, yo, this shit too real. People not going to understand it now. I'm going to say what I say and if you connect with it, you connect with it and if you don't, you don't. Mm. But I truly accepted that my my voice is a voice to be heard. I didn't never know why people will always be attracted to me. Like, I'm 5'2", 140 at most. Um, but I people respect me as if I'm like a 7'10", 300 pound man walked in the room and i never understood that i really mm. never understood why you're like, why? like i expect i respect you carry me in such a way but i've never understood it hmm. and i always then that came to conclusion it's my voice mm. it's my voice because i had one lady tell me your voice is so powerful for you to be so small hmm. like and when she said i'm like what you mean i'm just talking but then as i keep talking and i listen to myself it's like it's not the words that i'm saying but it's the inflection of the head when i speak people feel that shit Mm. And I had to accept that. Whether my delivery might be a little hood with it, because you know where I'm from. But I'm intellectual. Fuck, I'm not dumb. You can't play me for nothing. Absolutely. So it's like when Absolutely. I talk to my people, it's real. And I had to stop trying to downplay myself to fit into the corporate world because you know I still work my food to join. Answer them phones. I got like, hey, how you doing? I have to be myself at all times in order to be content with my life because if i'm faking it i'm thinking too much about my life mm. thinking too much i don't got time to be thinking about who i'm trying to be i'm gonna just be myself right because if i don't then it's not authentic it's not real hmm. and i life is too real for me not to be real like, i don't got time to be thinking about how to make you not see what's really going on like it might not be the most pleasant shit but i ain't about to lie like yo listen today i'm having a bad day like and this, and this is why absolutely and if you can't respect it then i just know that i can't be real with you in that answer but i mean i'm gonna cut you off yeah but i'm learning that i have to be graceful right and just listen to people mm. just listen right because i like i said i was having an expectation like why not y'all fucking with my shit this is hot Y'all, I'm cool. I'm a great person. I was nice to you. But that don't mean shit, Tierra. Like, no. that don't mean a damn thing to that person. I don't know what they're going through right now why they didn't tune into my interview. They could be about to be getting evicted. They could be fighting to keep their kids. 25 to life. And my little 50-minute interview, it, it, why they have you for it, me, that ain't something they can sit down and watch. And even if it's not that relevant situation, it just might not be on their mind. So I can't keep mm. taking shit personal when mm. it ain't personal. Because there's plenty of stuff people do that I didn't tune into whether I wanted to or not. Like, Let's be real. Like, Me too. It's mad shit my homies did. And I'm like, yo, I was just... Laid up my girl. Focused on myself. Focused on my fucking self. I was focused on my dance. I was mixing a song. I was... And they're like, yo, why didn't you... I was like, you know, I was doing that. Nah, that's amazing, man. I appreciate that. That's, that's fire. Add that in the interview. Everything y'all see is going to be on there. Can I um, also... 
at all. About my label, Gutter Rose, right here, Gutter Rose Entertainment. I see it. And I uh, would like to also just give advice to indie artists. We can do that anytime you want. I want to go on your schedule, but I'll just add yeah, those um, to we it. Yeah, we can close that because my next question would yeah, be um, more so was for still on uh, our grade school be that. Absolutely, let's go. Was, um, why didn't we get more visuals from that project? Mm. How many visuals did you see? When I was on your YouTube, I probably seen about maybe three to four songs from that. There was 10 visuals. 10? 10. There's 17 songs, there's 10 videos. Wow, then I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to put you on like that. Nah, you gotta do your thing. Cause I was, it was, I ain't gonna lie, the, yeah. the, the, the YouTube page, like it was, everything was there, but like- Actually, you know what? To be real, I think there was like eight. I think there was eight. And there was on and on, lost in translation, hard, yeah. Well, maybe it's, the, maybe, um, maybe this could be for the next project. Maybe the execution of the deliverance of the visuals could be different mm. because the like one thing that do go into mind when you drop like a long length project, like I said, the transition was great. Yeah. But it, most times I didn't know when I, the new song started, which mm. isn't a downfall. But now I don't know whether it was this song that I liked or it was mm. the transition to this song that I like. And then now when I go look for a video, it's like, it's oh shit, difficult. what's the name of the song that I like? Because it's all the same, not all the same, but it's like it transitioned so well. Huh. Yeah. You know how I, you know how I mess that up even more because like in my videos I'll add like different sounds from another. I'll add like say I have a video for track eight. Mm -hmm. I add the sounds from like track thirteen. Oh, so yeah, you can't do yeah. that. You gotta <laughs> give us what people heard because now yeah. I look for them like that's not what's on the album. You know where I learned thing. that from? I learned that from the weekend. The weekend. Honestly, that was one artist I related you to the most, but didn't mm -hmm. say that you were directly. Taking his style was the weekend, but yeah. it was more so for the production and the approach. Need your love is the most. If you listen to Need Your Love on the project, honestly, not even that you can't rap, but I prefer your your R your R and B, your mm. more melodic shit. Honestly, mm. that's what really like when you start rapping. I feel that shit, but when you sing it to me, I'm like keep going, keep going. Hey, I feel Word that up. shit. Like your uh your pipe down remix. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god, nigga, like. Let's get it. That young was fire. I'm like, see, this. I like somebody who can sing to me, but I ain't trying to mm. sing when you're rapping because you definitely have bars. But that rap, and then you <laughs> sing to me, all right, you got my heart. Like, word up, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I love everything, bro. Like singing, rapping, beats, all that. Yeah. But so let's take you to the first album, which was chosen. Uh, you released that May fifteenth, twenty twenty. Yep. Um. When you look at that project compared to the last one, what what's the first thing that comes to mind? Chosen. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to mind when I think of Chosen is um a newborn baby stepping into the world and thinking everything is sweet. I Chosen was beautiful. It was an amazing project. It was fire. It was who I was at the moment, but nowadays when I look at Chosen, I'm like, you know what, that kid was... <sighs> My discography is weird, right? You get Chosen, A Graceful Obedient Death, and Eternal Perspective. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the premise I tried to make with that trilogy was birth, 
God chose you to be somebody who you were supposed to be in life. Then you realize, oh shit, we get grace and we're supposed to live the life we need to. We, we all die at the mm -hmm. end of the day. So it's chosen. Oh God, this is a real life. Eternal perspective, meaning you're in heaven already. And I always knock on wood, like you said, I pray this discography doesn't outline my life currently, you know, but the, the, the premise of the whole pro, the whole premise of the trilogy projects was to represent somebody's living their full life. Mm -hmm. So chosen is adolescence, you're young, you realize that, you know, this is what I do, this is life, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, this is beautiful, everything's great. Oh God damn, you know what I'm saying? I really do have vices, I really do have things I sin against. EP is on her perspective is more so of, whoa, I dealt with all that shit. Now I'm in a different place. I'm not here no more. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm somewhere else. So EP is more so. I'm living in an eternal place where I'm looking down on myself, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I always knock on wood. Because I'm one of those people that speak things to existence. I don't want to speak that to yeah, existence. Yeah, nah, that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to speak my, my, my mental existence of knowing that what the fuck I was doing wasn't yeah. necessarily going to feed me to my higher purpose. I ain't trying to die. Like, exactly. Like, you feel me? Let's get that clicker. I want to speak to people in terms of this could happen if you separate, but at the same time recognize what's but that's, going on. That's honestly not even like... I think these... I think we're conditioned that to speak sense. on death in a sense of like, oh, I don't want this to happen to me right at this moment. But it's like, death is really the only thing certain in this in this life. So I wouldn't say mm. speaking on a sense of like, avoidance of like, oh, I don't want this to happen right now. When we die, we want to die. We don't know our time. Yeah. But more so in the acceptance of, I know I'm going to die. So in the time before that happens, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. I done self-reflected. I knew that me at 16 wasn't who I need to be at 23. Mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what life is. It's a cycle of you dying, yourself dying in, in, in evolution. Mm -hmm. Because once we die, of course, we don't necessarily know what comes next after that. But I find it really, 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 really hard to believe that we just die and that's it. Mm. After a living, like, first off, if you think about our existence, period, strange as fuck. Like, mm. we're a human body, we've got a brain, we're doing all that shit, we can be creative as fuck, and yeah. it's all this stuff in the world, we got lights, all type of shit that we're like, bro, how did this come to be? Yeah. So when we die, that's just it? I don't think so. Right. I really don't think so. Like, it, it's like, that would be real dull as fuck of, a, of the world to be so complex for you just to die and that'd be it. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't believe that. It's real. But um, let's go into more so wrapping the interview up. Um, where we're we at with this. Okay, so how have you grown from chosen up to this anticipated project, Eternal um, Perspective? I feel I've grown in terms of just living life and experiencing things that I thought I never would and. It goes back to that trial and error thing you was mentioned earlier, though, like you realize you realize certain things don't work for you and you realize certain things do. So. No, that. Um, I feel like just to elaborate a little more, I don't know, you can cut that it. up, cut that pause up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know. I overall, mm -hmm. from my personal perspective, I think your growth has strictly been in your truth. Mm. And you've always been telling the truth, but it just became more comfortable, like you said, with this new project. Yeah. Like you're, it's the most 
raw, the most in perspective you've ever been. It's like your music is a constant reflective of truth, honesty, yeah. and just where you are at that moment in your, in your groove. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably what the most we can take from any of your projects. Yeah, you hit it, you hit it right in the head, man. That's, I was trying to... <laughs> Find the words. Yeah. I was trying to like dialect that in the most precise way, but like, truth. It's truth. It's like, you know, when, when I was, when I was making chosen, you know, I was, I thought that was, you know, everything we do in the present moment we think is reality. But when we do something else in the future, we think that's reality. So what is really reality? You know, it's like, that's my past. When I see that now, I'm just like, and I'm referring to my chosen cover. You can show that on the screen mm -hmm. later on, but like, it's about progressing and living life, man. It's not about being perfect. It's about learning from your mistakes, learning from what you did, learning from what you've done, and paying attention to what you do currently. You know, to, to be to be very blunt, the difference between me and Chosen and now is I'm not who I used to be at 19, 20 years old. You know, I, I'm who I am now, and this is who I am now. You feel me? And that's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here, I'm alive, I get to experience that chapter. So, you know, it's it's a blessing, man. You know, it's, it's new music, it's it's new experiences, it's, it's new life, you feel me? Um, in closing, what do you want the fans to take away from this interview? I want the people to take away from this interview. Um, this is somebody who's transparent, this is somebody who's being honest with you. Um, be yourself, you know what I'm saying? Be be who you are. Bet on yourself when there's nothing else to bet on. Even if there's other things to bet on, bet on yourself and be who you are. Um, you were born to be yourself, man. Be yourself. Live your truth. Man, just meditate on your purpose, you know what I'm saying? Meditate on your purpose. Don't be like him or her. Just be you. And eventually that shit will pay off. And love what you love. And don't accept what you don't accept. Don't fit in. Be who you are. You know what I'm saying? And this life thing is its not a game. It's a purpose. It's a, it's, a, it's a path. It's not a game. It's a path. If you choose it. You know what I'm saying? So do what you got to do. Represent who you are. And have fucking fun and live your damn life, man. Be more. Cloudy conversations. Let's go. Like I said, it's your girl, Big T. Be more. Cloudy conversations. We are happy for all you guys who tuned in. Make sure you like, subscribe, and download. And we are out.